Hey everyone, welcome to Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Brie Marie from livingbrilliant.com. I'm a blogger, online course creator, a mindset and success strategist, and now a podcast host. This podcast is all about how our mindset creates the reality of every aspect of our lives, from money, to relationships, to careers, to entrepreneurship, and even our health and wellness. I know firsthand just how powerful our mindset is and just how easy it can be to get lost in the complexities of life. Through my own journeys with anxiety, a tough career transition, building a blog from scratch, and a super shaky start with online entrepreneurship, I've been able to connect with experts, coaches, entrepreneurs, and other bloggers from all around the world who are now excited to share their transformational stories and mindset shifts with you. So let's jump in. Hello, welcome back. Oh, that's odd. Hold on. Pause. How do I? Okay, I'm always so confused on my computer. I have a Mac and I never know how to turn on the do not disturb feature. Okay, I found it. It just shows me all of my notifications and then I get like super overwhelmed. Um... Yeah, I don't like notifications. I've been turning my notifications off on, like, watch my phone's going to go off right now. Oh, my God. <gasps> how freaking creepy is that? I was just talking about how I would turn off my notifications, and I was like, watch my phone's going to go off right now. And I don't know if it's the microphone picked it up, but my phone just went off. That's crazy. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so I don't even know what I was going to say now. I'm like so in shock. Oh, I was going to tell you. (laughs) I had a turkey avocado sandwich for lunch. I don't get this whole thing with like sandwiches are bad for you because they have carbs. I love carbs. I'm sorry. I know people are like super on the keto train right now. But, like, your girl loves a turkey avocado sandwich. I'm not giving that up. Like, unless I have to, like, I'm not going to give it up. I love turkey. Love some avocado. Love pepperoncinis and red onion and mustard and all of that on my sandwich. Like, I want it all. Like, with a little side of cucumber, I'm set. So that's what I had for lunch. And now I'm having a tryptophan situation and the like like how my voice just cracked situation and the avocado from the fat and the proteins making me sleepy. I'm sleepy. I could if you gave me a pillow right now, I would fall asleep. I could sleep anywhere that I can sit. (laughs) Really, it's a problem. Ask anyone who knows me. I can sleep like anywhere. It's, it could be, it could be really, it could be, that could be hazardous. Don't do it unless you're with people. Um, (laughs) so it's really dry and windy here in California right now, which is why I sound a little bit congested. This episode, we're going to be talking about morning routines. And I thought before we jumped into morning routines, I would tell you a little bit about my nighttime routine. And 
It's nothing glamorous. It's nothing special. I've been using, which if you guys follow me on Instagram at Living Breely, I talk about the oils that I use on my face at night and it's totally changed my skin. But I love skincare. I am a freak about my skin. I will try new things all the time. I didn't have horrible skin in high school. I definitely had some acne. Um, I think it was just like hormonal. And now that I'm like well into my 20s, I rarely get pimples unless I eat sugar, like processed sugar. Give me a candy bar and the next day I'll wake up with the zit without a doubt. So I I just, but I don't like get pimples anymore, which is so nice. Hashtag humble brag. Um, but just like any, I think, mid-20s woman, I think it's so important to start focusing on your skin and really giving it the attention that it deserves. I'm like a sunscreen freak. Every single one of my daytime moisturizers, concealers, and um, foundations has sunscreen in it because I just are it's it is it as much as I love the sun and I love vitamin d it can be really damaging to your skin but that's not what I'm here to talk about nighttime routines okay so I received a PR package from Pons and they sent me this little thing of cold cream and I know this sounds so weird people have never heard of it but it's actually like a product from I want to say like the mid 50s early 60s. I don't know. It smells like my great grandma, (laughs) like something she would use, but it's literally, it feels like a moisturizer. It's really thick, but you put it on at night. I only use it at night. I think it'd be way too oily for daytime um, because it's like a thick cream, like I said. And I put that on my face to take off my makeup and then I use a washcloth to like rinse it off. And then from that, I kind of continue my daytime routine, which is I always use witch hazel for a toner and then I put on vitamin C and it's like a vitamin C oil that I bought off of Amazon. I'll include the link below. It's amazing. I've noticed I'm part Asian and so sometimes I'm really prone to freckles because my skin is actually like under I'm two different colors like from my neck down I'm pretty I mean I'm white like my skin tone is white but like my face is pale because I put on so much freaking sunscreen on my face that it just doesn't absorb any sun um but I still see like little areas like on I don't know what this area is called like underneath your eye Uh, (laughs) I get like freckles and like, um, dark spots. So I've been putting vitamin C oil on my face and those have totally lightened. There's like a whole science behind it. I'm not going to get into it here. Um, but vitamin C is really, really good for your skin. And then I add on a vitamin E oil. It has other oils in it because vitamin E oil by itself is really not that malleable. Um, but this one... I also put on my face and then I actually rub it into my cuticles and my nails have been amazing and like strong and just like I don't have a lot of hang nails, which I'm really prone to. So those are the two things that I put on and then I literally lather my entire body in coconut oil. So I always take a shower at night, like no matter what, 
if I like already showered in the during the day like I just always like to take a shower at night for me I had a meditation teacher and he was like it's like rinsing off the day and I've just always felt that way um about showering at night so I love to shower at night I don't always wash my hair but I definitely like rinse off my body and then I just apply coconut oil and do my whole like nighttime routine and before that I should have started with this sorry hope you guys are following before that I like to look at my calendar and I like to see what I have planned for the day ahead. So on Sunday nights or Sunday afternoons, I always completely do my schedule. And I don't just like schedule appointments, but I actually schedule time for me to do certain things. So if I'm working on a course, I'm putting together a course right now, each week I'm doing a module. So I break down what I'm doing each day for that module and block out two to three hours to get those things done. And then From there, like on Tuesday night, I'll look at Wednesday night and say like, okay, between 2 and 4 p.m., I'm doing this with in relation to the course. Or if I have meetings, like I look and I just know what I'm going to be waking up to and doing the next day. And I also like to write down the three biggest things that I need to accomplish for the following day. Um, That obviously varies, but like an example would be like record a podcast intro or send out an email to XYZ, or write e- write an email for my email list, or write a thank you card. Like it's, there are things that I know that I that need to get done. So I write out the three biggest things that I need to get done for the following day. So I always kind of know. And again, these are just little things. I feel like I'm way more productive when I can get up in the morning and I know exactly what my day is going to look like and I know exactly what my priorities are. So that's just a little bit of my nighttime routine. But in this episode, we're actually going to be talking about your morning routine. So I invited Jessica Tosser onto the podcast and she is a life and business coach and she helps women to trans- transition from their full-time job to having a business that they love. And so in this episode, we go over five daily success habits that will completely change your life. So again, when I say this, we talk about five or six things. And I think the whole goal from this episode, like the biggest takeaway should be to try to incorporate at least one of these things into your daily either routine or your morning routine. So when you look at like five things and you try to incorporate all of them at the same time, you're just setting yourself you're setting yourself up for failure. So try to include one of those things, whether it's meditation, journaling, exercising, um, or quality sleep, whatever you decide is going to be your main priority, pick one of them and then run with that and try to incorporate that into your daily routine. And Jessica shares a lot of insight about what her transition was like from working her teaching job into being a full-time coach. And she was kind enough to share 
a free guide to extra income while growing your business at the same time. So I'm going to include all of Jessica's links in the episode description below, and you guys can check her out and also download the guide that she provided for you. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you have any questions, you can always send me an email to info at livingbreely.com or find me on Instagram and shoot me a DM. I love responding to DMs. So it's at livingbreely and I will see you guys on Friday. So yeah, that's it. All right. Be kind, be grateful, be well, love you, mean it. Bye. Hey there, did you love this episode? If so, I'd love to hear about it. Head over to Instagram and tag me in your stories while you're listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the episode description. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So Jessica Tosser is a life and business coach and she actually reached out to me to come on the podcast because she helps women transition out of their nine to five jobs and actually create businesses, which I think is such an awesome, um, I don't want to say how do I say this? Like, I think it's just awesome work. Whenever I hear like other women trying to help other women, I just get really excited. And I love that you do that. Yeah, I love doing it. (laughs) So why don't you tell us just a little bit more of the background information on you? And then we're going to jump into five or six things that Jessica recommends to really jumpstart your day and really get you into the mode of, of taking action on, on whatever your goals are. Yeah. So, I mean, feel free to stop me if I'm going back too far. But, um, <laughs> no like for me, like I was a, an, a school teacher. I taught elementary school for many years. Um, I got spoiled because I was teaching overseas. So, you know, it's, five years in Ukraine, two years in East Timor, and it was a great lifestyle in a lot of ways. But then I got a divorce and I moved back to the States. And that's kind of when, you know, obviously life changed, um, you know, with a divorce, but everything changed. Um, I realized, you know, teaching here in the States is not the same as teaching overseas. And I did not like going into my job every day. So I, I'm the type of person that if I don't like how something is, I'm not going to sit around and complain about it or lament or, you know, I always... I take action and sometimes I'm sometimes I take action too fast. I was, I I didn't like going into my job. So I was like, okay, I'll do real estate. But then I quit my job to do real estate. Um, Probably not, you know, the wisest decision in all aspects, but um, yeah, but it really forced me to come to know myself better because I realized pretty quickly that that was not for me. Um, But then, you know, I had, I had no job. So I ended up doing a lot of side hustles um, actually ended up making more money doing those than I did in my full-time teaching job. But I really, I wandered around for about a year, just not really, I don't know, this sounds kind of strange, but I I wasn't really sure who I was anymore. Um, I totally feel that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think part of that for me was from the divorce. 
Um, but then just, you know, like I, I felt like I was lost. And so I had this lack of clarity, lack of vision. And so because of that, I went from one thing to the next. I like everything you could to make money. Like I've probably tried it. You could ask me probably. I've probably tried it if it's out there. Um, but you know, I didn't have that clarity. So I was always off to the next thing and I, I couldn't, I wasn't focusing. Um, so I did a lot of personal development work on myself for a good year, more than that really. But, um, you know, you mentioned these things that I've put in place every day. That's part of it. But just through doing, having certain things in place, I've come to realize what I love doing. And, you know, I now have created my own business that I work with women, helping them make a change in their life, but also helping them to help other people, which I love. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, what I like to tell people, you know, business, if you're, if you're wanting to create a business, really life itself doesn't have to be business. It's really about mindset. It's all about perspective. And um, once you have that, everything else becomes so much easier. I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> no, I think that's great. I want to circle back to, and I know, you know, in our, when we share stories, we tend to like make things seem easier than they actually are. Like I'm always like, I quit my job and then I started a blog and like, as if like everything just so seamlessly fell into place and that's hardly the case. Um, and that's why I said I totally relate to that feeling of just being lost. Like, what am I doing? Who am I? Like, what's my purpose? Like, looking for that sense of fulfillment. But in, like, what were your fears? Because I know a lot of women, it's really sometimes a challenge to just, like, quit your job. And they maybe, that fear is holding them back of, like, what am I, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Like, how do I make money? Like those types of things. So how, what was that fear like for you and how are you able to move past that? And I think I just think in a different way from a lot of people, I did not have the fear. Oh, like I'm going to be destitute or how am I going to make money? Um, you know, I had a little bit of money from divorce, not a lot. Um, but then you know, I wasn't able to make it without, that's why I had to go and find work really quickly because I actually had to ask my parents for money <laughs> for two months. Um, so it's not like it was like seamlessly and easy, um, but I didn't have the fears about quitting my job, which is why I did it, I guess, without, you know, I, I, I'm one of those people that aim before, I, I shoot before I aim. And, you know, there, there's something that, you know, good to be said about, you know, planning things out sometimes, but I think really, I don't know. In the end, it's benefited me. Um, just like, I know that if I want to do something, I will do it. Um, and I've always felt that way. Sometimes it takes me longer and sometimes, you know, it took me a full year of wandering around aimlessly, as I said, but, um, you know, and it ended up looking entirely different than what I had started off, you know, doing because I quit my job to do real estate. Well, that didn't last, but, you know, like, all the things that I was having trouble doing in real estate, like what I'm doing now, it requires a lot of the same skills actually, but I know that I'm making a difference. What would you say to someone who's like thinking about quitting their job? I think the big thing is just to be very clear. And this is what I didn't do. Like if you can do this, you'll save yourself so much time. And you know, if I, I, I wouldn't take back anything that I've done, but if I could go back, I would 
get very clear and create my long-term vision, know exactly what I want. Um, and whenever I work, the women that I work with, that's one of the first things that we do. Because if you don't know where you want to go, you're going to end up in an entirely different spot, likely one where you don't want to be. So I just think, you know, clarifying, being clear, having your vision. And then once you have that vision, then you can create goals that match that. You can figure out what you want to do that, you know, you can create your ideal day, you know, that, that looks like that. You can match things up. Um, and then it's so much easier to create your action plan to get you there once you do that. But if you don't have that long-term vision, if you're not clear, then everything just seems muddled and it's very hard to make decisions. I think when you're in that space. I, to I totally agree with that. Um, I wanted to circle back to something and now I can't remember. Oh, you talked about doing like little random side jobs and just like hustling on the side. Mm -hmm. Jessica actually has a freebie. We're going to include it in the episode description of things that you can do to bring in some extra money while you're starting a business. But can you share a couple of those things that you did? Because for me, I didn't know that there were other ways to make money other than like doing an office job or like being a teacher or like, you know, the conventional jobs. Like I didn't know, like some people do make this like side hustle, like their full time thing of just like doing odd jobs. <laughs> like I didn't know this, um, which would have like saved me a lot of heartache if I knew these things. So hopefully you can share a couple of those that you did yeah. during that time. And I'm really not for like making it your full-time job. Like I'm all about using them as like a segue into something bigger, but you know, whatever you want to do. Um, but for me, I think I'll share the biggest ones I did because for me it was substitute teaching. Um, and if you approach it the right way, it gives you the entire day to work. <laughs> um, really, because if you do high school, you know, you're still going to have to, you're going to, it's going to be an interrupted work day, but I added four or five hours just working on my business while I was subbing each day, um, easily, most days, not always. Um, because the kids are working and you can, you know, it's stuff done while they're working on their computers or doing their writing assignments or whatever. Um, you know, I do have a teaching background, so I taught online and that also was a flexible schedule. Couldn't get work done during that time, but you know, there were other things I did too. Um, you know, I never thought that I would, I did a clinical trial. I did a clinical trial. <laughs> um, and that was like one of those things I had to really like as a mindset thing, like, gosh, what are people going to think of me? Like only poor people do this. Like, how can I be in such a low spot? Um, but it was really good money <laughs> for doing nothing. <laughs> so yeah, um, th those are the, a few of the things I did. And the, the guy that I created has about 12 different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, th there's lots of opportunities out there. I think that if you are wanting to start a business, it's just a matter of finding, I mean, this is not a bad way, but finding where you can leverage your time best, where you can do your work, like subbing, for instance, I was able to do my work and get paid while doing my work. So it just kind of, it you're crossing off two things at once. Basically you're getting paid and you're also getting to work on building your own business. 
the more you can do that, the faster. But yeah, being able to work on my business for more than I would say four or five hours a day amplified its success like crazy because I was able to spend time. And I think there's like a, a delicate balance of you don't want to spend too much time because then you're too close. You're working like 14, 15 hours, like you're burning yourself out. You're actually not being as productive as if you were to only spend maybe five to six hours a day on your business, which is what I, what I do now. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it, it's just, it's different for everyone and everyone has such a, a different experience, but it really just boils down to like your life circumstances at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, it's kind of like what you said too. It's about working smarter, not harder. Um, yeah. You, you yeah. And I, I struggled with that in the beginning. I mean, I would spend hours, like an infathomable, is, am I saying that right? Infathomable? Unfathomable. I don't know. Now I can't even say unfathomable. Unfath- oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so tongue twisted. Um, I do that all the time with words, but I would spend so many hours and I feel like it almost hurt me more than it did help me. Um, but I think everyone kind of has to go th- to learn like when they begin to max out as far as time and hours go. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think it's Gary Vee. If you follow Gary Vee. He, Love one him. Biggest, yeah. One of his biggest pieces of advice is, you know, find a job where you can work the least amount of hours and get paid the most. Right. So you can do your thing. But if you're so focused on the money, you're, you're going to burn out so quickly. So like when you're going through difficult times and you hear people are like, I didn't have this and I didn't have that. What keeps them going is the thought of like the value and the impact that they could be making. Yeah. It's that like, long-term vision. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's exactly like, what you're talking about. You knew your why you knew, and it's all perspective. Yeah. Because if you, if you have that why, you will find a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. It's all about getting resourceful. Exactly. I love that. Hey, Brie here. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I totally know how valuable your time is, and it means so much to me that you're listening to this podcast. If you've been listening for a while, or maybe this is your first time, it would mean so much if you dropped a review or a star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you really love this episode and know someone who, hint, hint, cough, cough, who would find this episode valuable, please share it with them. Thanks again for listening and let's get back into it. So we, you were talking to me about The Miracle Morning by, what's his name? Hal? Hal Elrod. Elrod. Amazing person. Amazing person. And you actually work with him or you went to his conference? Yeah, so he has a conference. Um, So he wrote The Miracle Morning, um, and that's kind of what started my personal development journey um, to begin with, was reading his book. Um, But then he does a conference in San Diego every December, The Best Year Ever Blueprint, where you go and you plan the best year ever. Um, And so I went, I met some really really amazing people, very successful, all areas of life. And, you know, they say that you are who you surround yourself with. You know, you're the average of the five people that you – you know, spend the most time with, right? So, you know, I was leveling up my, uh, <laughs> the people that I, that I interacted with for sure. 
Um, I ended up joining his mastermind group. Um, there are about 50 people in that group. So I joined his group. I was in that for a year. And I don't know, it just, it totally changed how I thought about things and opened up so many possibilities because whenever you're around people that have done what you're wanting to do and, you know, they're well beyond that even, um, it really gives you no excuse. <laughs> like there's no reason I can't do this with it, you know? So yeah, that, that's how I came to know how and, um, yeah, I'm all for his miracle morning and, you know, putting in habits that, you know, being consistent with habits that create success basically. That's awesome. Yeah. I, to circle back to the five people that you surround yourself with, I totally, I believe that. However, <laughs> there's always a but. I mm-hmm. think with the way, just like the digital space in general, right? Like social media, um, email, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. It's, it's different now because when I started all of this, I didn't know anyone in my quote real life who was doing the things that I was doing. And I found it extremely difficult to like make that transition and to like really emulate someone who could be successful in what I was, what I wanted to do. And so I had to, I had a hard time emulating people who were actually successful at at what I wanted to do. So I had to like look at podcasts and YouTube videos and read a lot of books and consume a ton of content to really like submerse my, uh, I cannot say big words today. Am I saying that right? (laughs) Submerse? Is that a word? Submerge? Immerse. Um, (laughs) Immerse myself (laughs) in, um, in those, in, in that area so that I could like really emulate that. So even if you don't know five millionaires or five successful engineers, like look, search for that content online and consume yourself with that. And that's what you read. That's what you consume when you go on YouTube or you're on social media. That's what you're looking for rather than following, I don't know, Stephanie from eighth grade. (laughs) If that makes any sense. And I think that counts. I mean, I think that if you are, you know, you mentioned Gary Vee, like if you're following him and listening, I I, I think that counts as one of the people that you're surrounding yourself with. I mean, because it's so easy now with technology to do that. You don't have to be in person to surround yourself with their thoughts and to be, um, to be a part of, a part of that. Um, Yeah. Well, I know a large amount of my community, I mean, we're all relatively like the same age. I would say it's like 20 to like 35 is like a majority of of the of my community and I know when you're like you know 19 20 21 some people are still living with their parents and maybe their parents are doing quote normal jobs and that's what they think but they're like maybe I like so they think that they should do but maybe they want to do other things um like what we're doing or something completely different and they're like well I live with my mom and dad and my family and those are the five people I spend myself spend all my time with and I don't want to be like them and you don't have to like again surround yourself in what what any in any ways that you can yeah, I think, you know, if you are around unsupportive people, it's just having strategies for handling that too. Um, totally. You know, I'll be honest, whenever, I mean, my family, 
you know, they, they were not supportive. Um, you know, they, they just don't understand. They don't understand how my mind works. Um, so, you know, they're my family. I love them. But yeah, there's definitely boundaries there. So I think it's just putting boundaries in place where you have to do it. And that may sound harsh, um, but you, you've got to do what you've got to do to keep your positive mental state. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're taught to like respect our parents, but respecting your parents doesn't always mean doing everything that they say you should do. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, you have to like exactly what you said, set those boundaries of like, I'm my own person now. And this is what I, this is what I want to do. Um, but going back to the miracle morning. So explain, cause I am, I tried to finish the book by the time we started this interview, but I wasn't able to. So I started reading it and it's amazing. Definitely recommend. I'll put the link in the description so you guys can check it out. Um, but what is a miracle morning? Like in a very abbreviated synopsis overview, what can you tell people about the miracle morning? So the miracle morning is, is it six things? I don't, I don't follow this like to the T. I'll just tell you that right now. I don't follow this to the T. I used to, whenever I first read the book, um, I followed it to a T. Um, but I feel like it's just whatever, whatever works for you. Um, but he has a thing called the savers and we'll see if I can remember. What yeah, I'm literally at that point where he's starting to talk about the savers. And I was so, like, I know this is an acronym, but I can't, I'm like, I'm really bad at remembering those kinds of things. Yeah. So the first one, so savers and they each stand, they each stand for a word. So the first one is silence. Um, so your meditation um, just having, having silence and all of these things you can put within an hour. Um, whenever I did it, was doing it, you know, the way he recommends I was putting in an hour, but he has in his book, I think it's like a six minute miracle morning. Um, so really there's, I, I think, and right now I'm putting all of these things throughout the day. So it's really however you want to implement it, whatever works for you. Um, I do think probably at the beginning of your day is probably the best just because you're, that's how you're starting your day. But okay. So the first one is silence. At A is for affirmations. You're telling yourself all the, you know, things that create the belief that where you're going to go. Um, the V is for visualization. And if you're not doing that, you got to do that. It's a must, I think, um, for really getting where you want to go. Um, his S is for scribing. Same thing as journaling. Um, R would be for reading, um, reading every day. And then the E is for exercising. And I'm trying to think of what the R stands for, and I'm not coming up with it right now. R, rest? No. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I don't, I don't follow this to a T anymore. But, reading? but it gives you the... Um, yes, I did mention reading. Yes. So I, I think I just did go through them all. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was probably all of them, actually. But, um, yeah, that, that's what he has in the book. Um, all very helpful things, for sure. So, what does your, what is your, I guess, your own spin on it look like? So, I know you sent me some of the things that you do. And these are things you do every morning? 
um, throughout the day. So, so what does yeah. that look like for you? Yeah, so in the morning, whenever I wake up, like I'm brushing my teeth and all that stuff, I usually listen to a motivational video. Um, you know, it can be anything really. Um, but I'm constantly doing that every morning. Um, and then I think the other things, some of these are just habits that you put into place. Um, and if you're consistent with them over time, you're going to see results, um, especially in your mindset. But being active, like I make sure that I am doing something every day. It doesn't have to be like a full workout every day, but I'm going for a walk, I'm doing a yoga video, something every day. Um, eating healthy, I mean, there's obvious benefits to that. Um, meditation is one of my big things because I feel like when I don't meditate, I can really, really feel the difference. Um, and a lot of times for me that involves priming, um, which a lot of times I'll just go and Google Tony Robbins priming and there's like a 14 minute video, which uh, is like a mixture of meditation, visualization and gratitude. So it's kind of got all of those mixed in there. So I like to do that. Um, and then journaling, I journal most every day. And then I think the big thing makes sleep. I actually schedule it in my calendar sometimes. Um, just to make sure that it happens. Okay, so motivation, motivational videos, where are you finding them? Are they on YouTube? Are they on iTunes? Like where, do you have a favorite? Like how do you find these? Yeah, just YouTube really. Um, just go to YouTube and, you know, the two that I've been listening to recently, Tony Robbins, all this stuff is great. Abraham Hicks, another good one. Um, you can find just like videos that have a mixture of different speakers on there. It doesn't really, I don't honestly think it matters what so much. Um, I just think having positive messages in your, entering your mind is very important. Awesome. Okay. And then being active, totally agree, which is number two. Um, whenever I say like, you need to work out, I'm like, don't go to freaking CrossFit. If you don't want to do CrossFit, you can do a <laughs> yoga class or take a walk. Like you were just saying, eating healthy is a given. I feel like, um, yeah. I just started doing the celery juice in the morning. Have you heard of this trend? I have not. Okay. So it's, from the medical medium <laughs> and celery juice is supposed to be like really good for inflammation and it's supposed to like give you like mental clarity I love celery but man celery juice is something else it is not the most like it's not yummy <laughs> at all um but I I've only been doing it for maybe I think I think it'll be a week tomorrow and I told I do I am seeing benefits of it but I'm also it's kind of hard to pinpoint because I'm also like starting to go to bed a lot earlier what time do you wake up mm, I wake up early by six usually okay see I'm not <laughs> I'm like a seven seven thirty ish type of girl but I'm trying to get out of bed earlier like I'm really I want I'm, I kind of broke it down um, like each week I'm going to set it back in like 30 minutes. Um, so I don't like rush into it cause I am not, I'm such a zombie in the morning. Um, but yeah, like I'd love to get up at six. Yeah, miracle morning. There you go. 
And then um, what is priming? I know what it is because I've seen the Tony Robbins videos and all of that, but can you explain to people what priming is? Yeah, so there's different ways, there's different methods. I think one of the easiest ways to just get into it is just to Google Tony Robbins priming. It'll pop right up. It's a 14 minute audio. Um, and it's basically just a combination of meditation, visualization, and gratitude. And he, he guides you through it. Um, he also does like breath work, right? There's a bit of that at the beginning just to get your, yeah, to, to get more oxygen basically. But, but yeah, it's, I, I, I love it because I can, whenever I don't do it, I feel the difference. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. It's hard. It's hard to describe, but whenever you don't do it, you can feel that you haven't. Done. And I feel like I have more energy. I have more ideas. Um, and it sounds like how, how could that be? It's just like 14 minutes a day. But I think it just kind of opens up your mind and gives you space to um, to do to do those things. And journaling. Sorry, I'm going through these again, but I feel like yeah. there's just so many questions. So journaling. What does that look like? Because I feel like when people hear journaling, they're like, that's so antiquated. Like, who writes anymore? And I, no one has the time for it. But I notice a huge, kind of like how priming is for you. With journaling, I notice like a huge difference. So what does that look like for you? Like, what are you writing in your journal? Do you have like gratitude or affirmations or do you just free write? You know, I have a gratitude journal that's kind of separate. Um, and I'm not as consistent with that as I should be probably, but I do have a gratitude journal. Um, and then my everyday journaling is just whatever I want to write. I feel like a lot of times people get stuck on like, what do I write? I don't know what to write. And it becomes this like huge deal. <laughs> just write. <laughs> like if you need to go on, if you're one of those people that has to have a topic to write about, you know, get some mindset journal prompts or something, you know, everything is online these days. Um, so just find a place to start. I, you know, I can write two, three pages a day easily. It just helps me to declutter my mind. But I know some people that just, you know, write their accomplishments for the day, um, just two or three sentences. Um, so it really, it's however benefits you, I think. I think sometimes we just get caught up in all of the, how, to, how do I do this? What must I do? Like, 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 there's a set of rules and there's not. I agree. Yeah. I, journal, I like journal prompts. I like free writing. I like, I have a gratitude journal. So yeah, I agree. I love that. I love that you talked about that. And then quality sleep. This is like the biggest thing I'm trying to work on right now. Oh my gosh. It was not uh, too. <laughs> yeah, like I'm usually really good about it, but like I feel like towards the end of the year, I just totally, because of the holidays, like I was going to holiday parties and like family stuff and like running errands and like wrapping up clients and stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, like I, sleep was like the least of my worries, not a priority at all. So when you say quality sleep, are you talking about like the number of hours? Are you talking about like sleep conditions? Are you talking like, what, what is that? What does quality sleep look like for you? I mean, I think it's just a matter of getting the amount of sleep that you need and then just making sure that it is quality, right? Like you're not like up every two hours. Um, so 
again, it's whatever you have to do to make that happen. Um, yeah, for me, it was, I was going to bed, you know, if, if I have a choice, I'm a night owl. Um, but just getting to bed at a decent time, um, you know, making sure that I'm in bed by 10 o'clock at night to be by, you know, six or so. Um, and then, yeah, just, I think too, for me, it was getting on a schedule, um, because as soon as I'm off schedule, it's hard to get back on. And then there goes my sleep. Like, oh, I'm not tired now because I took a, a two hour nap in the middle of the day or, you know, whatever, whatever it might've been. Um, I slept in an extra hour this morning, so now I'm not, or I didn't get enough sleep last night, so now I'm like tired all throughout today. So just, I think getting on a set schedule really helps. Absolutely. I think sleep, like even, um, I think like doctors recommend, like, especially if you deal with things like insomnia, um, they recommend like trying to keep your body on on a schedule so that way like I think it has to do with like when the melatonin in your brain is released um is like very consistent I think I don't expert on (laughs) by any means at all I will just put that out there I'm not an expert on sleep at all um that's just my that, that that's just my experience like I know like through trial and error I know what I need and like for me that makes the biggest difference in just my life in general, like my business, everything. Like, I mean, I can, if I don't get enough sleep, I will sit for an hour and get nothing done. <laughs> so it's imperative that I, that I sleep. Right. Well, you said you were a night owl and I kind of am too. I do my best writing at night. Um, but I try to be in bed by like, now I've been trying to be in bed by 10. Like I'm trying to get even earlier, like nine 30. Um, so I always write like after dinner, like I spend like probably two hours and that's when I like write my emails and like write blog posts and like write a bunch of stuff, like anything that has to do with writing. That's usually when I'm the most focused and centered. Um, but how did you switch from being more of a night owl into someone who does things in, in the morning or during the day? Like what was that switch or that shift like? Like, was it just you deciding or... Yeah, I mean, this was all before I even moved back to the States. Like I was having, I was having a really hard time in life, just to put it simply. Um, My marriage wasn't going well. I knew that divorce was likely, there were a lot of things going on. So this was like the beginning of my personal development thing. So I read The Miracle Morning and then I decided, you know what, I'm going to make some changes. So I did. So I started getting up at that time. I was getting up at, you know, 530 every morning. And I will just put this out there too. Like I was on some big medications because I was having some, um, without going into a lot of details and just too much, I was having some major problems. So I was on some very hard core medication, which caused me just to like sleep like all the time. Like I, like I could not teach a reading group and like the first grade reading group. I couldn't teach them without falling asleep. And I was still making myself get up at 530 every morning. So yeah, like now whenever I'm having a hard time getting up in the morning, I'm like, okay, if I could do that, then. So yeah, I I had reason to make my life better. And I saw that as a way to do that. Yes. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of these wonderful tips with us. Do you have anything else that you'd like to say? I'm going to include all of Jessica's links in the episode description, but is there anything else you want to say at work or where can people find you? 
Yeah, uh, my website is jessicatosser.com. Um, I have a Facebook group, um, Women Building Online Businesses on Facebook. Um, yeah, um, if you have any questions, just reach out to me. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Awesome.